Hello and welcome to the Garden Church Podcast. My name's Darren and I'm here with Faith. Hi. Pastor Faith. And we will get to the sermon in just a little bit, but we wanted to make some time and space to talk about something special that we've been having on Sundays. And it's a new song that Pastor Faith, you and your husband Josh wrote, and we've shared it with our community. Tell us a little bit about it. What's the name of it? And where did it come from? Yeah, so it's called We Need You. Um, and I, I'm going to root this in 1 Corinthians 2 when Paul says, My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. Um, the, the first thing that was written for this song was the beginning of that bridge section that says, We don't need better plans. We don't need clever thoughts. We need your Spirit, O oh God. We don't want the wisdom of man. We want, we want a display of God's power, which is really what the world needs. They don't need to see a show, or even in the area of worship, they don't need to hear good music. They need to see a display of the power of God. So it came from that heart cry, and then the beginning of the song kind of sets up this space where we invite Holy Spirit, we open our hearts, we clear out all the distractions, the things that get in the way, and then just simply cry out for more of Him. And it's this this longing to be a, a space where the Spirit would rest as a community. Yeah, I love that. That's such a the heart and core value of Garden Church, exactly. knowing that the Spirit is present, like He's welcome to the party and we get to celebrate. And I so appreciate the beauty and creativity that you've been cultivating, not only with worship, but just something that we can invite the rest of our community into. And, and it's so cool when, when uh, in the recording of this song, it's the first time that we shared it. And it's like people have been singing it for weeks. <laughs> and it was just such a cool thing to experience. And so we're so happy for those of you that have experienced that with us on a Sunday morning. And we want to see just more original songs being birthed from this place um, that you're talking about, just being saturated in the Holy Spirit. So we are welcoming you to stick around after the sermon where you can hear a live recording of the song, We Need You, and I hope it blesses your heart. Kumar and Christina Kumar from Harvest India. All right. Um, so you can see, I want to introduce you. So Suresh, come on up. I'll talk about you while you're here. And uh, Christina, are you going to share anything or are you going to just chill with us this morning as your husband preaches the word? Do you want to say anything? Come on, just say, let's give it, just give us a welcome. This is, I'm putting it on our spot before I, would you, can I just have your wife say hi? Just say hi to us. Thank you so much for inviting us, and thank you, Pastor Dan and family, and thank you for your love and support, and may God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Christina. We're so glad you're here. So Suresh is a good friend. Um, I met Suresh in 2006, and uh, let me get this out of the way, uh, where I went on a mission trip um, to see what Harvest India was doing. 
Um, and that mission trip changed my life. I felt that I had to go into ministry after that. Uh, and I, was, I already knew I was called, but I thought I would study, become a theologian. But instead I saw, um, I saw the work that Suresh was doing and I thought, I don't want to study this anymore. I want to do this stuff. And so I came back. And the next year, I heard God in India say, plant a church in Long Beach. So I was with Suresh when that happened. So we're here as a result of this friendship um, and obviously God's work. Um, Suresh is, has been married 21 years. He has three biologi- biological children, 14 adopter, adopted children, and 15 grandchildren. Um, Suresh leads a ministry that would baffle you. Uh, they have 1,800 churches they've planted, 1,800. Um, they have 13 Bible schools. They do a ministry of mercy all over India, providing for the um, HIV and AIDS victims, for lepers, for um, the elderly homes, for those that are starving and hungry. Um, they do all sorts of ministries like that, working with uh, women in the red light district, saving them out of prostitution. Um, uh, but also, his heart is for the orphans. And he has 1,600 orphans in homes of 28 different homes that he's started. Um, that's 1,600 abandoned children that have come under this ministry, Harvest India. Um, and, and they are just a force in, in Andhra Pradesh and all over India. He is seen as a leader uh, in the government. He works with the government then to, to see change happen in India. And he's, he's more than that, he has come to, uh, to California just for us um, on this particular trip. He felt a, a calling and need to speak to our community and be with us. And he has been begging me, um, practically commissioning me to send a trip sometime this year. So we, we will be going to India sometime this year because uh, I can't keep putting it off. But, so would you welcome Suresh? I want to pray for you and we'll, we'll start our time. Jesus, thank you for this dear friend. Um, and we know that ministry is about meaningful relationships and those relationships go across the world as we see some in Europe, um, some in Indonesia, and of course Suresh in, in India. We thank you for the testimony of his life, God, that his life has revealed uh, your resurrection, has revealed your heart for the poor and for the, gr- the Great Commission, Jesus. So I just pray as Suresh shares that our hearts would be open, that we would listen to the word that you, he has for us this morning, that you would bless it, God. And so we give you this time and we pray for Suresh in your name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Pastor Darren and Alex. Thank you, everybody, for this great opportunity the Lord has given to me and to my wife to stand before you today. We traveled from all the way from India yesterday afternoon we arrived. And, uh, you know, the jet lag is very bad, isn't it? <laughs> and we got up early morning, 2 o'clock. We don't know what we can do. We don't know where we are because we are always living out of boxes. And just uh, yes, but one thing that that is a good time to meet the Lord Jesus Christ, isn't it? to talk to Jesus. So we are very happy to come here and I seen how God is using Pastor Darren and Alex. They're such a wonderful family, wonderful people the Lord has chosen for this needy place. And I am really thankful to each one of you and the staff and the elders who are standing behind those young people to encourage them to stand for Jesus. Because uh, I seen that we are in a season We are in a place where God is looking for the generation to standing and stepping out for the cause. And I seen that in this place. Whenever I I meet Darren 
I had, I'm always amazed to see his passion and burden for this long beach area. That's why I've, I've been praying God. God, I want to have this connection with God in church. Because this is the spirit-filled church. Believes God and loves God. And stepping out and encourage the missionaries. And standing behind them and cares for them. And uh, I'm very happy to stand before you today. And I know that God has a plan just for Garden Church. I'm staying. We, are, we stopped here. And we will be traveling in other places. So we thank God for opportunity the Lord has given. Are you happy today? Amen. Are you believing the Lord is going to speak to you today? Amen. See, when I'm preaching, you have to say amen or hallelujah. Because I don't want to preach a dead crowd. I want to preach the people who are living here. Who are just listening what I am sharing here. Because in India, whenever I stand before the people, people always say, Hallelujah, Amen. That means, yes, I am listening. Yes, that's right. Because word of God is true, isn't it? Western world, see, this is the problem with the Western people. They are always sitting and looking strangely. <laughs> and they do not have any clue what is going on in the rest of the world. But I am here as a messenger to pass the truth. And I am not a... A big preacher, but I am going to share what I am experienced in the world, in India. I want to share what I have seen, what I have touched, and how God is using me and my team in India. So, uh, the Lord has a plan today. I came from South India. Uh, this ministry, Harvest India, has started by my mother 44 years back. My mom is the founder. And uh, the Lord has raised my mother uh, to reach the unreached people in India. So, I've been in this work almost 25 years. And I married 21 years. And I had a beautiful wife, you've seen, and uh, she's a very good partner. We are working for God, and our heart is for the unreached places. India is a country with one Point three billion people in India. B, letter B. <laughs> 1.3 billion people in India. 84% Hindus and 14% Muslims. And uh, we are, Christians are minorities. So in India, 80,000 people dying without the Lord Jesus Christ. 500,000 villages in India, there is no gospel work. 50% people in India, they never heard the name of the Lord Jesus. Harvest India has the burden to reach the unreached and send the workers to the needy places and plant the churches. We have 13 Bible colleges. And just last week, we had a VBS with 1,500 children. 1,500 children. See, the good news, more than... Thousand children, they have given their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. May I have water, please? More than almost thousand kids, they have given their life to the Lord Jesus. And we had pastors reaching the villages every time. 
We are sending the workers. Friends, I am always reminding wherever I go, the reason why God has blessed you, the reason God has redeemed you, the reason why God has forgiven you, because of somebody outside. He has the plan. He has the plan for your life. God is looking to the generation. God is looking to you and to me that we are going to do something in this season. When God has saved you, when God has redeemed you, there is something that He always expecting from us. Christianity is not how we begin. Christianity is how we are going to end. Everybody can begin the job. But very few will reach the goal. I'm encouraging today that we are here with the purpose. We are here with the divine design of God. You are here with not an accident, friends. You are here with the purpose. Christianity is to stand up and get out and do the things what God has told us to do. The Bible is very clear when we see Gospel of John chapter 3 verses 16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. That is the basic important message. That is the message that we have to take to the world. World needs you and me. Jesus is expecting you and me from me to do something before we depart from this world. Last year, Harvest India have seen more than 26,000 people have given their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Through our crusades and through our outreach ministry. Friends, we are in a great time of God. Long Beach needs you. You are in a great place. There are many people outside. You will have at least four or five services. But you are end up with only one. Because the problem is here. We are not doing what God is expecting us to do. We are here today with the purpose. I would like to share my message from according to the gospel of chapter Luke, verse 7. I would like to read for you gospel of Luke, chapter 7, verse 11. Soon afterwards, Jesus went to town called Nine. And his disciples had a large crowd went along with him as he approached the town gate a dead person was being carrying out the only son of his mother and she was a widow and a large crowd from the town was with her when the lord saw her his heart went out to her and he said don't cry 
Then he went up and touched the coffin. And those carrying it stood still. He said, young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk. Jesus gave him back to his mother. They were filled with awe and praised God. A great prophet has appeared among us. They said, God has came to help these people. This news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding country. Hallelujah. In some other versions we can see, they said, when Christ has seen this young man coffin, the mother, who was crying, Jesus moved with compassion. In NIV, you can see, Jesus' heart went to her. Today, my message is going to bring three important basic things that everybody must have in our lives. Number one, Christ's compassion should reach the people's hearts. Compassion of Jesus Christ. This is very, very important thing. When Jesus, he was on the earth, when he see the lepers, he always moved with compassion. The Bible is telling us, Jesus went and touched that leprous people, leprosy people. Friends, we are here to share the Christ's compassion. I would like to share a story in Harvest India. We have been helping nearly 600 leprosy people. Every month. We have our doctor's team. We have our volunteers and staff. All their job, the day they have to spend with them. They have to pray for them. They have to feed them. And they have uh, our, our doctors and nurses. They clean the wounds. And helping them and taking care of them. See, the good news is, when we are doing that, they started to asking us, why you are doing this? Why did you do this to us? See, that compassion is speaking to them. Then we talk about the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. The many leprosy people, I can tell, 95% of 600, they have given their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. The world needs Christ's compassion. That's why you are here today. I have another story. We have an eight years young boy in our orphan children home. His mom and dad was died with HIV and AIDS. And he been in our children home. He was growing. And when he was 10th grade, and he was almost so sick, he also has the HIV. We knew that this boy is going to die one day. So we transferred him, his name is Reddy, to our AIDS hospice. And we've been watching him. See the, see, the greatest thing is, Reddy, he never met the Lord Jesus Christ. Because their mom and dad, they were idol worshippers. Just last week, he died and he gone to meet the Lord. And the great news and the good news is, he has given his life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ's compassion. Friends, that's why we are living in this world. That's why Jesus came to this world and died and paid your price and my price on the cross. 
Actually, you're supposed to die, is it, on the cross? I'm supposed to die. But what we are doing for Jesus today? What is the last time that you fasted and prayed? What is the last time that you take time? What is the last time that you spend some something for your neighbor who never heard the name of the Lord Jesus Christ? Friends, we are here with the purpose. Christ, compassion, always helping us. Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is the relationship with the living God. We have the relationship. When we have that relationship that helps us to step out. People are believing religion. Religion is something like a practice every week. We are not here to practice the religion. We are here to demonstrate the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Carrying Christ's compassion. That's why you are here today. Number one, this world needs to see the Christ's compassion. Number two, this world needs to hear the message of the cross. Amen. When you see the message of the cross, immediately you can understand unconditional love. Amen. Jesus Christ, he knew that he is going to die one day. See, the great news is, but he came to this world. His father sent him just because of you and me. Friends, that's what we have to do. God is looking to the people who would like to sacrifice their lives. That's only the reason we are living in the world. God is, God has a plan. I have a story to tell. We had a privilege eight years back to go to one red light area. My wife is in charge of the red light ministry. We have rescued nearly 200 women from the prostitution. We have four centers. They are making bags and PJs and making jewelry so that they can stand on their own feet. And, the, and they may live their life with dignity. And the good news is everybody given their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. All. Because when they met the Lord Jesus, who died on the cross for them, they were amazed. See, the one question every time they're asking, why did you help us? To get out from that dark place. Then we tell. We always tell him. That Jesus Christ. Not us. He died for you. He paid the price for you. That's why we are just standing. Between you and Jesus. Then they are always asking the story. Eight years back. Me and my wife. And with our team. We went to this red light area. 
in that red light area. We always taking some food and um, helping to those women. Also, we are always taking our doctors and nurses uh, to uh, wherever we go, especially to that red light areas. So we spend a good amount of time while we are completed our time and we packing up and we about to leave that uh, place. There was a woman brought this little young, young girl, 80 years old. Her name is Jyoti. And uh, we are about to leave the place. She just brought and she, she gave to that little girl, to my wife, please take this little one. Don't leave here. And my wife immediately, she took her and put her in the car. And I said, what are you doing this? We need to know where she is. And she said, it's okay. She gave uh, this uh, lady and uh, we are fine. I said, no, 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 no. We need to get uh, at least some information where she is from. And I just get out and I ask, but nobody, oh, she is here, uh, running here and there. No problem, you can take. So we took her to our home. And um, she is amazing loving and kind. Till this point, we know nothing about her father and mother. We came to know that she was an accidental uh, child, that somebody had sex with that prostitute, and mother was ran away, and she was end up to live her life there. So we got her. Now she is going to college. If you come to India, you can meet her. Do you know one thing that I would like to tell whenever we ask this Jyoti, so what you would like to do? She said, when I grow, I want to go back and I want to share the message of cross. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is very, very important, friends. That's what we are here. She is studying well and looking for her time to step out. We have many girls in our children's home. We have more girls than boys in India. Because girls are a lot of responsibility in India. Everybody wants boys, but nobody wants girls. So we, have, we end up to have many girls in our children's homes. But we thank God that the girls, women, are very important in India. They are the key to the gospel of the Lord Jesus. So we are raising a special generation right now. Because my mom started the ministry. My mom raised 200 women pastors. Glory to God. We are here to carrying the Christ compassion. We are here to share the message of the cross. And number three, which is very, very important thing. Kingdom needs, friends listen, kingdom needs committed people. Amen. This is the lack in the kingdom of God. People begin the job every time, but very few end the job. When Billy Graham was started the ministry, he started, Billy Graham and other four friends have started altogether five was started the way that uh, first five 
Billy and another uh, another four friends have started the ministry. But we can see when we read his, when we read the history, only Billy Graham was stood up, and he reached the destiny, the final, and he accomplished the task. So, friends, today I would like to encourage you. We are here not to begin. We are here to end end the job. Do you know, I have a vision 2020. My vision 2020, I have to see at least 10 million souls must be reached. Amen. For me, that is impossible. Come on. But for God, is nothing. Zero. 1.3 billion, 10 million is nothing. Come on. Very small vision. For God is nothing. 2020, before 2020, I am believing God for 20 Bible colleges. Now we have 13 Bible schools. 2020, I have to see at least 10,000 orphan children will have the place to stay and food and education. Now we have 1,600. That's impossible to me. Possible to Jesus Christ. Because he has all the gold and silver and cattle on the thousand hills belongs to my daddy. So, that is the faith that we need to develop in this world. Before 2020, I am believing God, at least 5,000 leprosy people will have the safe place. My board here, they are telling, you are a crazy man. I said, I am a crazy man, but my God is not crazy. My God has the strategy to use somebody. All we have to do, you need to believe. All you have to have, you need to have faith in God. When you have faith in God, you can see the success. Vision is very important. Some people, we don't know why we are living most of the times. Because the days are passing by. John Piper, he said, let none can say that I have wasted my life. After 70 and 80, after 70 or 80 years, you can sit back. What you are going to think? In those days, you have to say, God, I thank you for my life. God, I thank you. I fought a good fight. And I finished my race. You will not have sorrowness bitterness and sitting oh I have wasted all my life even though God gave everything I spend my life without fear I have wasted my life now I am in this condition I can do nothing friends I am challenging you today you are set apart generation. God has set you apart for the purpose in the world. God is going to use you. I seen in my spirit God and church is in the season. 
this church is going to bless and take him, take off. But be ready. He needs faithful people who are going to pray and stand. Just before we come to here, we had an all-night prayer. Maybe you never heard the all-night prayer in Western world. We have all-night prayer in India. All our pastors will come and spend all night from 6 o'clock to early morning 5 o'clock. We pray. Pastors come and share the stories. They, they share wonders and signs and miracles. One pastor, we sent him just two years back into a very strong Hindu place. And I asked the pastors, if you have any powerful stories, please come and share. And this pastor came, very young man, he was just 25 years. He has two children and he stood up and he said, I had an all-night prayer in my church. There was somebody, doctor said, that she is going to die because of the cancer. That night, Jesus visited her. Cancer was healed. That night. After a week, this family took her to the doctor to check. Doctor came with a clean receipt that there is no cancer. His name is Pastor Maria Das. That one story changed whole area. Now people are standing outside because there is no, no room in the church. There are many signs and wonders. Friends, we have to understand Jesus is powerful. Jesus has the capacity. The Bible is telling, Jesus said, Gospel of Matthew chapter 28. This is the words that he said. Go into the, all the world and preach my gospel. I will be with you until ends of the day. That's what we have to understand. Jesus is with us every time. All we have to do, we have to have faith in God. Sometimes we pray, we read the Bible, we go to church, we pay the tithes and we do everything. But uh, you are always having plan A, plan B, plan C. But God, when you stand on the word, when you look to God, God is going to do anything, friends. Jesus Christ is unchanging yesterday, today and forever. Amen. Amen. He is the God of India. He is God of United States. So people every time, this is the question asking me when I am meeting the people. Suresh, we cannot understand why these things are happening in your country, why these things are not happening here. I am always telling that is your problem. Because you are not believing. That is your problem, friends. Because you are practicing Christianity. Christianity is the relationship. Walking with Jesus. Following Christ. Living for Christ. Listening. Obeying. Doing everything. 
That's why you are here. That's what God is expecting us to do. Trusting God is very, very important. If you trust God, if you obey, if you love the Lord, nobody can stand in front of you. When we started this VBS, many people, they came and they said to me, this is strong Hindu area. You cannot do this. Nobody come to this place. Why you, why you have chosen this area? Here, RSS people are living in this place. I said, RSS is small. My Jesus is big. He will take care of that. 1,500 children came in that VBS. Last month, 11th, 12th, and 13th. We had a powerful VBS. Those kids, they never seen VBS like that. 1,500. More than 1,000 children, they have given their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I asked the pastors there, if anybody would like to tell something, how much you are encouraged in this place. One pastor came and he, he came and he stood up and he said, his name is Emmanuel. I thank God for Harvest India brought the confidence and faith so that we are going to do much more in the days to come in this area. Friends, that's what you have to do. Somebody have to step out. We are the people to carry the Christ compassion. We are the people to carry the message of the cross. We are the people to commit to the cause so that we can see the kingdom will be expanded and established through you and through the church. I'm always telling, that's what the Jesus heartbeat. Jesus, he went and he touched that young man coughing because of compassion. This woman has only one son that nobody cares. All the village was following, but Jesus has seen the need. That's why you are here, to see the need and change this nation for the glory of God. May the Lord bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Garden Church Podcast. For more information about the Garden Church, visit thegardenlb.org.
first thoughts. We need your spirit. 